What is up, everybody? I am George Mossy. Please say hello to my co-host, Kara. So, 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way, Season 4, Episode 14. We are one episode away from the finale slash tell-all. So, oh, Nicole and Mahmoud were not on this episode, but we're going to watch something with them next week where it seems like Mahmoud is cheating on Nicole. Weird twist. But let's jump yeah. in to this episode. I know, right? That's weird. I want to see that. But let's talk about some Gabe and Isabel. So, we finally get to the wedding of Gabe and Isabel, which we've been waiting for. We've only gotten one wedding so far this season. This will be number two. And on this episode, we were questioning if we were even going to get a second wedding because apparently Monica, who is Gabe's sister, flew all the way to Colombia. And she's had some reservations about Isabel, even though she doesn't know Isabel. And she was kind of going off of Gabe's past relationship. She didn't really use any current or real, actual, factual information regarding Isabel. She just kind of just assumed she was this evil gold-digging woman who wanted to destroy Gabe's life and steal his business, which is kind of unfair because Gabe has never given any information to lead up to that conclusion. But that's what Monica felt like was going on. So there was a fight the night before um, Gabe and Isabel's wedding where Monica, Gabe and Isabel were going to hang out and understandably Isabel was wrapped up finishing last minute things for their wedding and it turned out that Isabel was late and it seems that Monica took offense to Isabel not being able to show up on time and then her and Gabe got into a little scuffle and Gabe actually let out some truth which Monica didn't like a lot of people dislike the truth when they hear it yeah. out loud he said you know I'm not afraid of Isabel. He said, I'm more so afraid of you causing problems in my relationship because that's kind of your thing. That's your yeah. MO. You get involved in my relationship and you decide that people are wrong for me. And they went back and forth through text, but Isabel showed up. They pretended everything was fine. Everything was not fine. The next day, there's a text message from Monica saying, I'm not coming to your wedding. Now, I don't know what truth there is to that because she flew all the way to Columbia for this wedding. So I just think that it's so rude, nasty, and unfair to do that to someone on the most stressful day of their life. Yeah. Like, how insensitive of, yeah. is that for you to do? Yep. I feel like Monica is a wee bit jealous. I don't know if it's she feels like she's losing her brother to somebody across the country, so she's trying to stir the pot, or if this really, truly is, you know, something that she's always done, sabotaged all of his re relationships. So I feel like she's doing the play her against me card. Who's he going to pick kind of thing? It's sad. It is sad because she should be happy for her brother. And yeah. she should. The last thing that should go through your mind for someone you love, especially a sibling, is I'm going to take the most important day of their lives and I'm going to do everything in my power to make it unpleasant. Yeah. Like she flew all the way there almost to ruin the day. Exactly. And it's like, if that's how you felt, Monica, don't even get on the plane yep. and come, you know, like, if you don't, thank you. Like, don't come here to ruin something beautiful between two people. And instead of trying to get to know Isabel, she used her preconceived notions of who she was to jump to the conclusion that she didn't want to be a part of it. And if that's how you really felt, maybe it's best if you're not there. You know what, yep. Gabe, maybe if she's not there, that's for the good, the greater good of this beautiful yeah. wedding. I agree. She can stay home, stay in her hotel, do whatever. But like Gabe said it, you know, she'll have the memory of not coming and that'll regret. be her forever. You got to live with the regret. Speaking of yep. regret, I want to talk about Jen and Rishi because 
we found out that the plan that they co-conspired, so Jen, Myra, and Randy co-conspired this plan to tell Rishi's parents. <laughs> yes, it backfired completely. So Rishi's mom and uncle reacted positively, but that was all a ruse. That was not mm -hmm. the truth. And Rishi has finally told Jen only after he let her ramble on about the living together situation and how that won't fly. I was like, Rishi, don't let her go all into this when you know deep down the truth. Tell her what's going on. So he finally told her what was going on and that the 16-year age difference has made his mother say a flat-out no. It just can't happen. And she finally realized after three years that this is never going to happen. And she's at the realization that she's like, I'm wasting my time. This was all for nothing. Every time anything goes wrong, he's like, just give me more time. Just give me more time. And Jen finally realized time is very, very expensive and hard to come by. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So every time he just says, give me more time, give me more time, she finally realized I can't do this anymore. And she actually broke up with him, kicked him out of the apartment. And I feel like she was being pretty strong. But do you think that this is going to last? Or do you think that Jen is going to say, oh, my gosh, he really loves me. What if I give him six more months? What if I give him nine so, more months? First of all, Rishi broke my heart. He had so many feelings in that. And it just, it, it was sad. It was just very sad to see him hurt like that. But I felt like Jen was ready to break up with him before he even got there. She made the comment that the joint family living was a deal breaker for her. And so she kind of got that in her head. Like, I can't do this. So if he even insinuates something to the effect of it being a joint family, that then we're done. And so he did. He insinuated that right out of, right out of the gate. But then more happened so she was just like well this is even easier because we didn't see jen start crying until the very end where rishi was like broken from the beginning i don't know i, I just feel like that was that was more planned than she planned it to be interesting see mm -hmm. i did notice that rishi felt that he was losing her and you're yep. right she was just like i need you to get up and go now like i'm done yep. with you be gone from my presence and i did notice that the coldness was very like yeah. obvious because i yeah. was like rishi is crying and he's like i didn't mean to hurt her and even jen said it she's like i don't think that he originally set out to hurt me i honestly believe that he does love me and yeah. i honestly believe that he had good intentions and i believe that the way that he felt he's like if i get up and leave this apartment i'm never going to see her again and if yep. i do i don't know when it would be and that really did show in his heart he really did want to marry her but yeah. He did say, I never actually planned on going against my family. That was just me showing yeah. that I was putting in the effort. And I felt like, don't lie. You know, yeah. I don't want I don't want you to lie and get her hopes up. I wish everybody in this situation was more honest. And yeah. I feel like less tears and feelings and emotions would have been hurt if everybody in the entire situation was honest. Nobody is walking away an innocent party in this, right? Yep. I, I agree. But she did also make the comment. He's the man of the house, but can't stand up to them. He is not the man of the house. He's the caretaker. And that is very valuable in that culture. And they don't want to lose that. And he doesn't want to give that up. That is part of who he is. So for her to expect him to give that up, that's pretty wrong. When you move to that kind of culture, you kind of got to go with it, you know? You take care of your mom until the day that she's not breathing anymore. And that is your responsibility as a man, as an Indian man. That is your responsibility. Yep. 
and your other siblings, anyone younger than you, you know, yeah. like that's just how it goes. And unfortunately, yeah. Americans, we don't get it because, you know, yeah. when when there are your kids get older or when your parents are older, there's people who will let their parents go into a home and never visit. Like yeah. Americans are very cold. So for yeah. us to try and understand the culture where they respect their parents until the day they are no longer there, yeah. it's hard for an American to grasp. Yeah, because we don't sure. really understand the importance of family and the importance of having one mom and one dad. And I think yeah. that Jen is just an American. And I hate to say yeah. that. And it's just like, we all think that way. And it's like, she's like, well, kick your mom and your uncle to the curb and your family to the curb and think about me. And unfortunately in that culture, that's not even an option yeah. going against your parents and being shunned from your family is just something that it's unheard of. Like in America, yeah. we could go months without talking to our mom, brother, sister, yeah. dad, we would do that. We're just cold hearted yeah. over here. Yeah, but I'll see you at Thanksgiving. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I want to talk about Danielle and Johan because the weirdest thing happened on this episode. Yes. Johan reached back out to Taylor and they went to play basketball. And Taylor, even Taylor, Taylor was like, when I spoke to Johan and I met him, I thought that he would never in a million years ever want to see me in the flesh again. Yes. So he decided to meet with Taylor and actually give him a chance to get to know him and give yeah. him a chance to speak. And I thought that that was important. I know that he never wanted to meet him. And I know that he felt him even being in his life is disrespectful. But Johan showed that he's mature enough to exactly. give him a chance and hear him out. And he does feel more comfortable knowing he knows that Taylor doesn't want a relationship with Danielle. Yep. He knows that Danielle doesn't want a relationship with Taylor. The situation yeah. is it's disrespectful in his culture and as a man and as a husband for Danielle to do whatever she wants whenever she wants without thinking about his feelings. That's where the real problem lies. And I think Danielle is under the impression Johan wants her to never have a male friend. He didn't say that. Yep. He just said, I want to feel respected and I would never do that to you. And I expect the same in return. And Danielle looked at it as, well, you can't tell me who my friends can and can't be. Yep. He never said that. So what do you think about the idea of Danielle saying that she never wants to change? She doesn't want to change, but she also feels that it's important that Johan needs to change and adapt to the fact that she's going to do what she wants. Like, I feel like that is the most backwards way to compromise in any type of situation, friendship, relationship, job. You can't say, I'm going to do whatever I want, but you're going to do whatever I tell you to do. She yep. even told them when he was allowed to stop talking, when they were in the conversation, she decided the conversation was over and even was like, shut up, like, stop. Yep. I would never listen to you after that. I said, I'm done. Like, how do you feel? Do you feel like that this is a functioning relationship? What Not is at this? All. Danielle is the keyword narcissist. She is the definition. Everything is about her. And she's so good at trying to gaslight him and make everything his fault. Well, if you had a girlfriend that you wanted to see, I would say it's okay. Because you're trying to turn the tables. Johan showed great respect, great maturity by going and apologizing. But Johan was also kind of trying to get the inside scoop from another man. Like, did you have to deal with this? Was she essentially crazy when she was with you? Or is it just me? He was hoping that this guy was gonna be like, dude, she is batshit. She's crazy. She's loco. He was hoping for that. And Talon kind of did without going all the way. He's like, you're never going to control her. She's not one to be controlled. She's never going to be submissive. And Johan was like, eh. But I don't feel like Johan was trying to build a relationship or a friendship with him. I feel like he was just trying to 
get the goods so that he could go back and say, you know what? It's not just me that says you're loco. It's him too, you know? But when she made the comment, in a month, we may see another one of my friends. She's missing the whole point. It's the exes that he is not wanting. You can have all the friends you want to have, and they can all be male. That's fine. But you don't bring your ex in to be your friend or our friend. The fact that she said, I don't want to change and I'm not going to change. I felt like that was the end of the conversation at that point. Because she has asked for nothing but change and compromise from Johan. And I was like, a relationship is a give and a take. You can't just tell him to change everything about himself. And then you say, well, this is me. Take me or leave me. That's not fair. He either is going to be taken as he is. And you're going to, he's going to take you as you are, or you're both going to make changes and compromises. You can't say, stop talking, shut up. I don't want to deal with you when you're mad. But when he's mad, you say, well, I don't want you controlling me. And and I just, I don't know. I just feel like this is so dysfunctional and she just feels like she can control him. And he's not even allowed to speak. Unless yeah. she's given permission to speak. And I just feel like that is so unhealthy. I hope Johan shows up to the tell-all with five ex-girlfriends. And I hope they're all just drop-dead gorgeous. And they're and, all just friends. Yeah, and then they should plan parties and do things yep. together. Go out for drinks because Danielle well, already date, said... That's okay. Yeah, Danielle already said she'd have no problem with it yeah. whatsoever. That's exactly what she said. She said, if you had a bunch of ex-girlfriends and there were women and you wanted to go out with them without me, I'd be fine. That, yeah. You know, eat your words. I feel like there's nothing wrong with making people eat their words. You know, Absolutely. give them a little seasoning and a fork and say, yeah. have at it. Take these words because yeah. these are what you said to me. And I'm going Side to serve. Side karma, baby. Side yes, I'm karma. serving it up. So yep. I'm excited to see where they stand at the tell-all because they both have major doubts about the future. Yeah of their relationship. Literally both of them said, I don't see how this is going to work out. I don't see how we're going to compromise and make it work. So I follow them both on Instagram. It kind of looks like they're still together. So I just want to know how they made that work because the things that I've seen, it's made it seem as though it's not going to work. So I want to see how they decided to overcome the, the refuse of compromise, the lack of understanding, the lack of respect. You know, how did they overcome that? Because that seems like a huge battle. Absolutely. Also, what happened to Johan's meat shop? Is he not even working it? Where where did that go? We oh, saw shit. that for a minute. Yeah. Like I want to know that too. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It just fell off. Yeah. I hope so. Honestly, though, yeah. all the flies. All right, guys, we yeah. run out of time. We're gonna come back with part two because we have to talk about what happened with Debbie and Osama and Chris and Jamie. All right, guys, yeah. I'm George Mossy. Make sure you find me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, georgemossy.com. And anywhere you get your podcast, please, please, please follow my co-host Kara to her links are right here at the bottom. This is the George Mossy show. We'll talk to all of you guys really soon. <laughs>